Recorded live. Get that street knowledge. 
ladies, gum drop, jelly, things, DMC, peyote. I know you feel me. Peace song is a natural trick to me. My rhymes are so vivid. You start to see things way different. American space. I was fast asleep, but now I'm wide awake. I was under the spell of King Goo and Reserve Note. Religion and fashion, I used to be flashy. Till I had a total recall. Forgot what I already knew. It took me 33 years for me to see the truth. Never so clear, I was too young, I couldn't articulate myself the right way, son, but now, let me break it down, pass it all around, this is not a theory, the conspiracy is real, they want to put me in a straight jacket in a padded room, and tell the world it's 12 monkeys, so they could be confused, yeah. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body, secret society, trying to keep their eye on me. But I'ma stay incognito in places they can't find me. Make my moves strategically. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society trying to keep their eye on me. But I'ma stay incognito in places they can't find me. Make my moves strategically. They say life is like sex. Well, fuck that. I'm tired playing games with you kids. Ain't no time for playing. Take the rhymes the same. I write it for the streets, for the hood, inspiration, inspire a part of the map. Where's poverty? I started with a mall, but now I got an army of soldiers and troopers. The TV and the radio did the death for us, so we hit the YouTube up. Now I got millions of views. Now watch how many rappers follow what we do. Now I'm too hoodie to conform to the program. I'm too much of a rebel for me to try to fit in. Nigga, it don't matter the color you skin. Right now, you either positive or you negative. I got friends in high places, multiple races, and coaches on my side. All you got is take Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society, trying to keep their eye on me. But I'm a stay incognito in places they can't find me. Make my moves strategically. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society, trying to keep their eye on me. But I'm a stay incognito in places they can't find me. Make my moves strategically.
Hashem, praise not Turner, glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul-Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fame, Muhammad, black power, black power, black power, baby, for holy age, my whole chat, what it do. What it do out there tonight, family, you know what it is, it's your brother born, we getting it in. News, news, and more news. Uh, gonna rock this thing off right, man, ain't nothing but, ain't nothing but, ain't nothing but tragedy going on out here. And ain't nobody playing. It ain't no goddamn games. I know y'all can see the shit coming down in front of you. It's rolling down the goddamn plate. It's rolling down the pipe, as they say. You know what I mean? They, they worried about the pipeline in North Dakota. And your goddamn lines at your house is fucked up. But, um, so, you know, we're going to have to get ourselves together, get ourselves together, get our moves and our mood right and for the long haul and the long fight. And this this one this race right here ain't for the motherfucking. This ain't gonna be won by the race horses. This gonna be won by the war horses. Cause this ain't no goddamn race we in, and it ain't a motherfucking game. So with that being said, family man, uh, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, guys is low. They they uh flipping niggas off about the motherfucking elections. We got. Pipelines busting in North Dakota, Indian protesting there. We we got a uh, a new media motherfucking uh uh uh. We got a new um media motivated uh black killing that done happened. I don't mean media motivated like the media made a black man get killed, but I'm saying that the media has propelled us back into uh uh um. Visible outrage. We need them visibly outraged again, so the soothing factor could come in again. I guess Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton going to jump out with the, you know, we uh, we plan on putting legislation up to stop these, stop the cops from just killing like that. I expect some bullshit like that's going to come down the pipe. But before it happens, you know, that's just speculation right now. We'll get into some of the news articles of the day. Yeah, um, really just rock it off, family. So how how we go out there? Black Power B4 there. What it do out there, family? Black Power BB4 there. BB4 there. What it do, Sister Camille? How are you today? I'm black-tastic considering. Already. Yeah. Already. That's good. That's good. to see. You know, we getting it off tonight. See what else we got out there. Let me get my thing all the way open out there. You know what I'm saying? And all my hosts out there. Oh, I see the suiting out there in the cut. You know what I mean? Black Powers, what it do out there, suiting? Black Power, Brother Born. Black Power, Black Power, suiting. Mm-hmm. Black Power, what it do out there tonight, family? I know it's going to be a good night to suiting on the line. BB for Hodiac. Right. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity uh, to give a shout out to all my um, feet on the ground co-hosts who've been consistent and persistent for about four years plus. For all my media family, you know, we've been doing this about six, seven years. You know what I mean? I'm going to start off with my Cali branch, you know what I'm saying, brother? Brahe Rue, General Best, you know what I'm saying? Move out to my family out there in Connecticut, brother, brother Bourne, the family in South Carolina, brother Cars. New York, Sister Camille, Texas, Brother Tim, Sister Camille, Black Power, BB48, cracking the trunk. House nigga, too. House nigga, too. 
And then when we look up the word confusion, hold on, I'm looking up the word confusion. I want, I'm, I basically want to put this out here. That way when you go through your articles, it could be a roundtable discussion where we can say, okay, is this truth or is this miseducation or is, or is this confusion? You see what I'm saying? And then we can, you know, we, we can put it through African filter and see and contextualize and see if this really matter to us or, or what's the rules being played here. You see what I'm saying? That's okay with you, brother. Uh, you know, shit. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. Shit. You know, your word good as mine, so that's how we going to do it. Then shit, why not? Why not put it through that filter? Uh, that's got to be perfect. Um, only, I'm only saying that because one of the things we experience in, um, in this new age is um, this you know, this World Wide Web thing that's going on. And there's a lot of information out there. Actually, there's too much information. You see what I'm saying? And if your ass don't have a filter or a compass on what information is really uh, pertinent to you, you'll be just stuck in the sauce regurgitating. You see what I'm saying? And you won't have a, a, a compass to contextualize information in regards how it's shaped your past, altering your present, and ultimately can change your future. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And you know that I don't have no problem with that, man. We put this work in action. Put this work in action. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on down here, though. Um, a lot of misinformation. I just now you saying that I just I just now found out that I was that I was labeled part of the new Black Panther Party. I just found that out. I just found that out, that the police think that I'm part of the new Black Panther Party or some type of affiliate. You know what I mean? So on the low, the the dumb police girl who I went to school with didn't know she was telling me information while I ain't telling her shit. She rose up on me and let let me know that that's what they thought. You know what I mean? I said, oh, where? Uh, okay, I don't affiliate with them at all. I know y'all already got the lit already. Y'all pretending downtown like y'all ain't got nothing. Y'all got the lit. You pass it out. So somebody that somehow somebody dropped one. Y'all got one. Ain't no more. Yeah, you know that that again can be you know what I mean looked upon as you know when you look up the word confusion for example. Confusion is a, a lack of understanding, uncertainty, uh, unsureness, doubtful, ignorance, the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something. You see what I'm saying? A situation in which a person are unsure about what to do or unable to understand something clearly. The feeling that you have when you do not understand what is happening, what is ex- Effective, you see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a situation in which a person does not basically understand. Now, what's the main uh, role that you can use to achieve that type of behavior? Misinformation. So even in that case right there, what you were saying, at least misinforming, you know, your uh, uh, ties to certain organizations 
for the purpose of what? Breathing confusion. They're confused and where you lie and where your loyalty lies regarding the so, uh, organizations you choose to associate with. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, you're saying that. Listen, this is the whole thing. It's all confusion because the fucking, the, the fucking police, I know the broad fucking middle school, so her way to talk to me is that these motherfuckers ran an article that said I got locked up in fucking New York. What the fuck are you talking about? She asked me, yo, you got, you, oh, you got out? I said, got out of what? What the fuck do you mean? Got out of what? You know, get out. You know, then you get locked up? Locked up for what? Weird. What are you talking about? You know, I don't know nothing. Anytime somebody asking dumbass questions, I don't know nothing. So what do you mean? Oh, I seen on the news that you got arrested. You know what I'm saying? She said, and I was like, oh. And when was this supposed to happen, Brother Boone? Uh, the, the time when I went down south to go see my people. Wow. They got arrested at the airport. I said, oh, man, it's all right. You know, I, I know I ain't been no motherfucking arrested or none of that shit. So, all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. So she's talking to me, and I'm like, all right, you know, um, I know you know who I am because we fucking roommate. I mean, because we went to school together, but now I know... That the police down there, I already know y'all know who the fuck I am, but now I know how y'all how y'all looking at me and how y'all trying, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to know something about what the fuck, who who I affiliate with, what I associate with, what, what I, you know what I mean? You know, the ins and outs, the outs and ends and shit. So they got her little dumb ass sitting there talking to me. And I'm noticing the whole fucking scenario. Because the motherfucking board goes from, She's talking to me about that, and she says to me, yo, what's your brother's name? Huh? What brother? Collecting information, huh? Already, she's collecting information. She's trying to get all everything right on me. Huh? What brother? What are you talking about? You know, your brother, your brother used to talk to my sister. Huh? I don't know your sister. I don't know what brother you're talking about. Now, she mentioned a dude name who actually... Used to hang with my brother. Like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what brother you're talking about. I don't know. So, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm quiet now. Now she's engaging, you know what I'm saying, some of the other cats from the dojo. They just, they just fucking information, boom, 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 boom. And it gave me a time to sit back and watch because, yo, black people, if these motherfuckers is black, if they in the uniform, they the police. I don't give a fuck if it's a woman or a man. If they black or they white, they the police. Period. All day, every day, 25 hours out the day, they the goddamn cops. They to collect information from your ass, take it, and use it against you. However the fuck they can. So watching two black female officers engage with men and be combative as hell on some passive-aggressive type combativeness, pretending like they're not being combative, but everything you say, they got the opposite to say. Mm-hmm. If a nigga would have said the sky was blue, they would have said, nah, I think it might be a little green. Just to be on a combative type of, because they understand that 
If you get black people in a combative type of thing, they're getting to their ego. They're getting to their ego mm-hmm. and want to best you, want to one-up you, want to mm-hmm. let you know how smart they get. That's real I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm, for, I'm dumb. I'm not no smart nigga. Man, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm dumb. I'm not engaging y'all. I'm not. I already know what y'all about. So I know there's nothing to be learned from our conversation except for in the first couple minutes where they got to tell you something to get you open. That's it. Anything past the first two sentences they say, you might as well hang it up. You ain't about to learn shit more than whatever they gave you in those first two sentences because them sentences were the ones that they used to open you up to the rest of their motherfucking nonsense, to open you up to telling them all type of shit that you normally wouldn't. I like, One of my homies tells the motherfucking police his name. Police don't even know who the fuck he is. I'm like, why would you tell her? Her your fucking name. She don't know you. I said, now what do you know about her and her tactics? Nothing? Okay, then you fucking up, man. Don't talk to these motherfuckers. Political classes have to be something that has to be made um, uh, uh, just emergency important. I know at least in my area. It must, it, it, I got to have a class this Sunday on just being politically aware of who you talk to and who you don't, how you engage and how you don't engage. Excuse me. I got hiccups. But I just wanted to put that out there to say that, you know, I'm just I'm watching and I see how they could, how media in its own self will not only put out confusion, but it be outright slanderous at the same motherfucking time. So. Be be aware. That's it. Ain't it? Ain't a game. It's it's real. They call that baiting. They call that baiting. Mhm. It's funny because you said that it was once you uh, were in the business of your travels that this type of uh, actions took place, and oftentimes they keep tabs on us, man. But let alone when we get the meeting up. And having group, you know, meeting up in, in numbers, and we all had the same uh, philosophy and political ideas, they got to know what's popping. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know what's popping, they're going to create some some kind of drip or some kind of rip, you know, mainly through some misinformation for the purpose of confusing the whole, um, you know, the whole point for even having the meeting or, or going about your travels. You see what I'm saying? Um, Cointel. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's kind of foolish for individuals to be in this. You know, that's that's you know that's the repercussions for knowing to some extent. Um, you don't get put on that list not for being a rich nigga, it's for being a smart nigga. You see what I'm saying? A smart nigga who will act on what you say, and um, don't have no problem with unifying with individuals. You know, charismatic in nature. You know. A culture changer, you know what I mean? These, these, you know what I mean? These are really what the characteristics that they themselves look for in their manifesto. Yeah. We look at the Quantel Pro, um, you know, the handbook for white supremacy uh, in, in regards to suppressing any black um, movement, whether it be through uh, militia or whether it be through just socially organizing 
and the you know the, the characteristics is to prevent the rise of the black messiah to unify and electrify the black militancy. Yeah. You know, Brother Mikola, you so on point because they sold nothing but seeds of contention and confused goats in the classroom. The confusion. Because after they leave, now when the young boys inside the motherfucking dojo class, I got to I got to check him about what he, what's going on. He wants to argue. Everybody else now who even engaged in the police got to listen and say, you know what? You're right. You should have left the motherfuckers alone. Sons of Shelly telling me how they should engage. And I'm like, yo, listen, they just dropped all that combativeness, energy transfer. So they came with a combative-ass energy. Dropped that shit right on, right on you. But now we combating with each other. I said, see, this is what the fuck they do. Why you don't engage with them? Because, see, they sold them a fucking discord in the goddamn community. This is exactly what they do. The babies knew better than engage with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm to the side. I'm hollering at the babies, boom, boom, boom. Now, they, like I said, they out there conversating. I'm with the babies, boom, 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 chopping it up. So the babies walk by them. And they're like, hey, how y'all doing? My little young ones, they look at the jokers, huh? Y'all ain't going to speak? They tell me, like, <laughs> I don't know, I ain't speaking to y'all. Keep listening. Kept it moving right by them. I said, look, at least the babies know not to engage. So, Brother Bourne, was it, when they came by y'all, was there any sisters with y'all too? No, there no sisters out there. Okay, that's why, I want, that's why I wanted to know. Yeah, they played on that shit. Word, this is real. History repeating itself. Sisters, the sisters would have known don't engage with them jokers like that. But the brothers, they not even seeing them as cops. They seeing them as females first. That's why they rolled in anyway, because it wasn't no sisters around. I said, what the hell? I'm listening to them. Now I'm going back and forth between whether or not they was there to make sure that they seen me. Oh, it's just coincidence. It's nothing by coincidence. You know, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in coincidence. So I'm like, damn. You happen to have the one. Now, they ain't in the car together. Y'all happen to both. One of them from the district. The other one ain't from the district. So what's y'all over here for? And she the one who know me. I don't think I went to school with no other fucking cop. But she went to school with me. I'm like, yo, who is you? She tell me, I know you. You, you went to school with me, huh? I'm going to take some big-ass glasses off. I don't know you with. Glasses off, man. I like, see your face. She take them off. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. I did go to school with your ass. All right. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You talking to me about this shit because she's like, yo, you know, like I said, how she engaged me. Like, yo, you look at woo, 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 woo. I'm like, man, that ain't me. So she's like, oh, all right. You know, so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm listening to the bullshit. But I'm I'm back right up off of it. Like, I'm stupid. But she got to engage. You know what I'm saying? But me, I'm like, yo, son. And me and my other men, I'm like, yo, son, don't fucking, I'll tell my little young boy, though, that I, that I rock with. I'm like, listen, B. Don't say nothing else. Don't say nothing else to him. Matter of fact, y'all go back in the dojo. Seriously, go back inside. Don't even, because I don't want them to get a chance to say something else to y'all again anyway. You know what I mean? We want them out of here. We don't need no conversations with y'all at all because y'all probing. And probe for like, you know, I can't believe my man just talked to him like 15, 20 minutes. And I said, y'all niggas, bunch. But it let me know how how much of an emergency it is to have our political awareness 
classes. Straight up. Strategy and awareness. So you never engage your enemy on a battlefield. You never engage them how they want to engage you. If they want to engage you like that, you, you, you immediately disengage. Mm-hmm. Let me show you your show the, the, the true position of uh, niggas with badges. Okay, how you look at it? Um, you ain't gonna never have no um good good black cop because they always gonna be put in a position to play spy or to be co-op on a black community. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, that's their that's their position. Even if it's a basic street cop, to detective to commissioner, you name it. Their position is really to uh, report back to the community, to play a mole in the community. You see what I'm saying? And, um, uh, sir, uh, so to gather information. That's it. There's nothing else. The information gathers. You know what I mean? And that's just, that was, that was a good thing it was good and it was bad, but it was good because it's a learning experience for the young ones who ain't who ain't, ain't privy to understanding what the fuck's going on. I'm like, listen, you know, this shit right here is it's a dangerous thing you're doing. So you know what that means? Um, they noticing um, you you talking about your location being a dojo. They they own that. They they they, they spot that. Mm-hmm. They, these niggas is meeting up in numbers. They're not talking. They're not talking about football. They're not talking about politics. You see what I'm saying? They could be talking about the problem. Yo, the the problem of white supremacy. You see what I'm saying? Yo, one of the cops. Her father is a uh, uh, martial artist. Now, the professor taught her father. Right? You know what I'm saying? So she like y'all, boom, you know, whoa, 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 just trying to be in. But they try to find out who leading. That's why I'm glad my man's in the couple and talking to him. Because at a point in time, I was going to just tell them niggas, just yo. Because if I would just told them, just yo, us, y'all niggas go in the dojo, nigga. They just shut the fuck up and just stepped off in the dojo. But I didn't want to fucking do that in front of the police so they know what's what. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Who got any type of, you know what I mean? Who got to say so at the end of the fucking day or whatever, whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm going to let y'all be the, y'all lead. Y'all the leaders, nigga. Y'all do whatever. Say when you move over here, quiet as a motherfucker, handing out flyers, nigga. I'll do the flyer handing out. That's what I do. Oh, I am do no discussion. But I was like, damn. And I wanted too bad to be like, yo. They're all on that one. Just shut the fuck up. Because one by one, I was telling them niggas, they shut the fuck up. And I was like, these, these niggas on a fucking real recon mission. If I did that, they'd have been like, oh, there you go. They yeah. might have been waiting for you to do that too, Brother Bourne. You know, because we're not supposed to have, you know, the, the enemy expects us to have their perverted ego. And even one that's even more perverted. So the fact that you didn't make your presence known when you saw them talking to the other brothers was beautiful. Because they was expecting whoever going by they past their so-called studying of us 
whoever is, quote-unquote, the face would have popped up, you know, jumped in that sooner or later, oh. whether to break it up or whatever, but it would have made they, he, would have, he or she would have made themselves known. No. That, that's the leader. But that's the leader right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what they had to do. I said, I can't get... I can't give them that move because I was like, yo, they already, I can see what they're doing. They're shifting and smelling and scratching. They're scratching, they're scratching, 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 waiting to see what come up, trying to come up with some dirt. I can't give you nothing to scratch, nigga. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I don't know no better. I'm dumb. Me in the corner, shutting the fuck up, not saying nothing. Acting like I ain't paying no attention, but I'm listening to every fucking thing y'all saying. Because I know y'all going to slip. I was like, all right, this is really, keep going, keep going. But it's it definitely, got the, y'all, it's not a game out here. Serious. So, just make sure that you, you know that. Learn the rules. Learn the rules. And see, we have the affordability of, of history. You know, those are our ancestors, our recent ancestors that got hit with the COINTELPRO in the 60s and 70s did not know what was coming at them. You know, no. we actually have, thanks to that happening, we, we have opportunity to go in and be better prepared than any we ever suspected. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't think we read. They think don't think we don't think we know nothing about history. They think we you know because most because the majority of us, for the most part, pretend that we don't as though we don't understand history. I ain't gonna say we don't. We pretend as we don't understand what's going on because they so used to us pretending. When you, when you know it, they don't. They they never suspect. Remember that. You know what I mean, I, I just wanted to put that out there to give y'all. You know what I mean, what happened to me? Matter of fact, I was supposed to be talking to Sister K. Sister K was on the line with me at the same time. This just started happening. I was like, Oh, Sister K. Damn, I'm, I forgot to call in. Shit. Yeah, I, you know what I mean, I'm like, Oh man, hold on, Sister K. I can't even chop it up with you. I had to text her like, Yo, man, fucking people's out here fucking with us. It's because of dojo. Being fucking being what they is, investigators. Now, that's our job nowadays is to investigate. So, with that being said, man, woo, it's going down out here. Going down. Yo, Alabama, that's Alabama. Listen, Alabama pipeline leak. We got that going. We got a lot of leaks happening. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, man. I know it's late in the game, but not for nothing, man. Shit. I don't know. I might have put that in the freeze. I might have to put that down there in the basement. To give me a... But ain't no reason. No electricity. You hit. If they shut down the gas, you ain't got no electricity, you hit. 
need wood. Need firewood. Let me tell y'all something about firewood real quick. Firewood got to be super dry. If it ain't dry, it's going to smoke super heavy if you ever get it to burn. And it's going. And the other thing is it's going to be hard as hell to burn. But it's going to smoke hard. You're not going to want to put wet wood in your fireplace. Or anything trying to burn. Now that's my that's brother born survival uh, tip for the day. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know if you read the article fully, um, but um, that's another perspective of looking at this situation too. Um, Europeans have been. Uh, Access to energy, you know, the first the first method of access to energy is more or less so armed robbery. Um, when you can't rob the individuals who don't have the resource anymore, now you go into other extreme methods, um, fracking, uh, underwater drilling, and so forth. And to some extent, this can be a, a situation where the you know what you do in the dark covers the light. You know, how are they accessing these uh, these reserves, and how are they bringing these reserves? To the, the, the mass of people that they control with the energy. You see what I'm saying? On one hand, yeah, uh, a small fry. We see the immediate effect uh, regarding the economic situation and prices. But one, two, three, four days in big business isn't just a couple hundred thousands of dollars and so forth. We're talking about millions of dollars and so forth. So, um, we, look, we like to give credit sometimes for them shutting shit down, but in some situations, this may be exactly what the fuck is going on. Uh, the goddamn pipeline, you know, how was the pipeline established? When did it get there? What uh, what did the EPA oversee this whole pipeline going through? What are the environmental effects? You see what I'm saying? So, you know. White supremacy not being fully put in place, uh, the need for energy is always going to be there. The, the, it may go up, you, can, you know, price-wise, but the need to be there for the sake of control, in my opinion, is always going to exist until they get this whole motherfucking shit under their thumb. But that's right now, you know what I mean? It's the big, it's the big companies and so forth, or it's the business, you know, those that are involved in maintaining the well-being of that society through transporting big rigs, all that type of shit. You see what I'm saying? They more or less affected more by that shit than the small fries who are, you know, average so-called citizens who go to their individual jobs compared to motherfuckers who help fuel and maintain the city life. You know what I mean? From providing, uh, you know, natural gas, whatever, to turn turbines, to provide electricity, to freight, you know what I mean? You name it, merchandise being moved every day. You know, you know, every day when that sun comes up, so for big business, you know, the main mode of business is transportation. And if that's the, the, the brand basket of, uh, of what you call the United States and so forth, you know, the Midwest, the Mid-South, that whole region, um, big business can be affected because those are the big distribution centers in America. You know, your big armories are out that way. You see what I'm saying? But that's making Ross take on it. 
But, you know, there's all kinds of misinformation and confusion. It could be a uh, little little bit of both in this situation. On one hand, they're saying, yeah, it's cracked. I mean, or, or, or you know, the pipeline rule and the media effects and the economics, but they're not going to go into details regarding um, deep details. You know, how was it fracked? What were the measures took and how was it uh, built, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, Brother Bourne, if you got it right there, go ahead and read it off so we can dissect this shit. Now, pull it, y'all, you got this. Which one? Because I got a couple. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got a couple on there. Which, which is that one? Uh, the, the, the good part is read two of them, and we can do a comparative analysis on both of them. Now, uh, 
now I got a quick question while you look look for that. Um, in terms of uh, population statistics, where do you think um, a lot of the, you know, the most populated areas of Europeans in America live in? Where would you say? Most densely populated European areas. Oh man. Oh, all right. You got mid Midwest. Gonna have the Midwest up there to the north to the northwest. And you got certain pockets down there in the south where you're gonna have a large dense population of crackers all over the place. Whereas black people in them states, but the black people are generally all together, you know what I'm saying? But the majority of the spots is white. That's all that Kentucky, um, Alabama, Arkansas. I mean, you got black people there, but it's hella crackers. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure if you go in any state and you look at the demographics and population, you're not going to find any, you might find, I won't say that, let me rephrase that. You're not going to find a lot of counties, states, and cities where the blacks outnumber the whites. You only find them in pockets, in dense pockets. You know, we talk about like, okay, like Detroit or, or Watts. Or you see what I'm saying? I'm talking about, you know, when we, look, when we analyze the county or the state, though, like if we were to look at the state of Tennessee, there are more whites in Tennessee than there are blacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we look at Georgia, there are probably more whites in the whole state of Georgia than there are blacks. I mean, niggas are in pockets. Niggas are in, in, in this area, Atlanta. You see what I'm saying? No, it's 100% on that. It is. It is, man. It's no. As much as, like, we be around each other so much, I mean, I, this is something that I recognize just traveling up and down the coast and traveling from state to state is that we live in areas where that's what's there is black people. So you're so used to seeing black people that you don't really have a context and understanding of why they talk that white majority, black minority here. It's because you go anywhere outside of where you at. It's this motherfucker's white. Everywhere, in every direction, whatever direction you point to about your city, unless you're right on the coast. But the next place over, man, trust me, there's hella crackers over there. You might have a nice metropolis that's large, like New York City, like New York, the, the metropolis, all of that. It's mad, hella black people. You live in there, you will swear up and down, New York is fucking black until you take your ass outside of that. And then you'd be like, what the fuck going on up in here? There's nothing but crackers. Crackers and farmland and crackers and more crackers and even more crackers? Yeah, it's like that. It's now, like that. Now, take, now, now, let's use this little, let's use this context based on population. And now let's look at the story and the state's affected. And you tell me who's going to be more affected by that shit, us or them. Now, look, yo, you're saying that, right? Yo, you know what the fucking ill shit is that I'm reading? Yeah, listen, listen, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
this thing about Metro, Metro Atlanta, Cyrus. All right. But some service stations, oh, there we go. Some service stations in Metro Atlanta and North Georgia have run out of gas on Sunday night. And when they say Metro Atlanta, that's all, that's black people. That's like saying New York City. That's where all the black people is right there. So Metro Atlanta is running out of gas. North of North Georgia, we sit on South Carolina borderline. I have to see what states, what cities up here. But I know when you say Metro Atlanta, Atlanta, that shit is black today. It's black today. There's nothing but black people out there in Metro Metro Atlanta. I'm telling you, or everybody black. All the, the firemen black, the mailman black. Everybody's black. The most everybody's black then. So guys I but it's a large spot. So I know they you know, gas is getting up out of here, but for them to run out of gas, my mother and them on the outskirts. They outside of metropolitan Atlanta. They on the outskirts. Oh yeah. And I don't think that's an accident. Nah, I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. You know what I mean? Reading that, I don't either. Yeah. I don't think that's an accident at all. Black Power family had a family door, man. I'm uh, just coming in. Black Power, brother. Tell me Black Power, okay. Black Power, Corey, Black Power came, are you all right? For sure. You know, we doing, he's getting it black. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. It must be all the time. Already. Second and third, man. Man, we on this thing, seeing, oh, man. All right, all right, that's the, uh, Hold on, what pipeline bus was that that I just read on? Let me get that story back out, man. All right, hold on.
The spill happened just 500 feet from a mining company's retention pond, and all the fuel flowed into it, avoiding Alabama's Mobile Bay and sparing the endangered species, species living in the nearby Cahaba River system from danger. Colonial is working with the Environmental Protection Agency and the Cahaba Riverkeeper to ensure that the gasoline doesn't reach the river. Threat of fuel shortages in the eastern U.S. prompted three governors to declare a state of emergency. Governor Pat McCoy of North Carolina, Governor Nathan Dill of Georgia, and Governor Robert J. Bentley of Alabama have all issued emergency declarations in order to keep fuel flowing in the southeastern states. These declarations will loosen restrictions on fuel trucks, enabling them to act in the place of, of the pipeline and keep the fuel supply flowing. The uninterrupted supply of fuel, diesel, oil, and gasoline is essential for the health, safety, or economic well-being of persons or property in North Carolina, and any interruption of those fuels threatens the public welfare of McCrory Road. I told you, Brother Boy, this is what you call blowback. Now, you mentioned key words. This governor's declared a state of emergency. The governor ain't from, that's what I'm saying, the majority of the white populations is in danger of an emergency. Why am I saying that? Because the motherfucking governor ain't from the call a no state emergency on account of a few black cities affected by this shit. You see the point I'm making? Oh, yeah, not, yeah true. true and when you read the article, it was going into the area and what the pipeline is it's going through. It's by habitat. See, it's called blowback. When they press the issue on getting the pipeline through there and the environment is not liable or supportive of that, you know what I'm saying? They're not telling nobody, and boom, shit happening like this. You see what I'm saying? It's called blowback. <laughs> Uh, let, me, let me see. I'm down here. Although gas prices in Atlanta have risen Friday, deal declarations strictly address fuel drivers who will now be able to drive for longer hours than normally allowed by the U.S. Department of Transportation. Bentley addressed price gouging, writing, I hereby place all persons on notice that it is unlawful for any person within the state of Alabama to impose unconscionable prices for the sale of any commodity during the period of a declared state of emergency. The spill is in an isolated area south of Birmingham and is accessible only by dirt roads which have been closed off to non-emergency vehicles. Uh, the EPA, the Alabama Department of Environmental Management, the, the Pella, Fire Department from Alabama, the Helena, Alabama Fire Department, and other local agencies are on site to help with the cleanup. There is still gas in the pipeline, and there is a concern that it may still be leaking. The pipeline has been shut off, and Colonial experts, Colonial expects that it will be restarted next week. In the meantime, the company has repurposed a second pipeline, one that runs parallel to the burst line and normally carries diesel. That line has now shifted to carrying gasoline. Now, see, that's another thing to keep in mind. People probably never even knew it was a fuel line going through their whole state. That's probably something they never wanted people to really know. They probably had people in the illusion that all their gas was coming in via uh, 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 diesel trucks. You see what I'm saying? The whole time, they they got a, a, a trans-state, you know, 
uh, uh, national uh, pipeline that's going through, you know, that's statewide that's going through Texas various states. You see what I'm saying? That should go from Texas to New York. So that's a long-ass pipeline. Mm-hmm. Now, how many, you know, does it run parallel with the railroad lines that go through there? Or do these motherfuckers take a chance in running it through rugged terrain or some places, like, damn it, it's probably overhanging cliffs, cutting through bedrock that ain't got no business being cut through. You see what I'm saying? That's what the EPA, you know, did they, these niggas violate any environmental facility? They, see, this the blowback. They already got paid off not to turn the blind eye. Now the shit can blew up. Now, motherfucker, looking at how this happened, where it happened, and can it be prevented and stopped and so forth. You see what I'm saying? And then, then you know, you know, to give you the reassurance that this is just temporary fix, um, they reestablished the diesel pipeline. Now, now you damn nigga diesel and refined fuel, you see what I'm saying? In most cases, when we read about gas, what they be doing, they'll bring the they'll bring the, the, the raw shit in to refineries. I know where I'm at. They bring it in the local refineries. They refine it, make it into you know to the gasoline that we pump every day. You see what I'm saying? Because uh, we haven't been affected over here, but I remember a while back California had uh, an embargo with the bay. You know, we, we buy water. You know, so when we had that that, that embargo. We, you know, everybody, it trickled down to everybody regarding transportation going up, everything, food going up, and so forth. So it's you know, a cause and effect type of situation. And in this case, you know, from what the information they've given us, because remember, they've given us the information as well, you know, it sounds to me like a, a situation where it's a blowback. They took, they took a gamble on some shit, and that was just blowing back on their ass. But that's just Mickey Ross' opinion. <laughs> I love somebody else's uh, take on it. Hey, where y'all at out there? Don't y'all, don't y'all let us just hold the mic. Y'all out there on the mic. We take the mic one, two, one, two. You know, I'm good, you know. Y'all dropping that right information right here. All right. I, I, I see the family out there. I see y'all out there. I see y'all out there. All right. But um, it's always, you know, like you said, you know, anytime they're doing anything that's just unnatural, it's always got to be some blowback. So that's just, you know what I mean, the natural occurrence. Um, I see where our people being affected at, you know. It's, it's definitely, you know, as you stated when, uh, about the governors um, putting the edict out there. Listen, man, we got, but you see, all three of the governors, they all shooting at something different. They're all shooting at something different. You know what I mean? Well, I don't worry about price. Well, I don't worry about price gouging. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to worry about the fact that they ain't going to have no no oil at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, this joint was, um, let me see. Now, North Carolina, they was just saying they recently got a state of emergency. And the state of emergency basically was saying how that everything threatened they, uh, the oil and gas getting there, that that's going to destroy the economy. So that's what they was, you know, they didn't listen. If this happens, then this is what it is. We're in the state of emergency. So that's already been written up. 
So now, um, in Dale, in, in Georgia, he said um, his state of emergency call was it's, it's strictly affecting drivers. And he's talking about truck drivers. Like now, y'all can work longer hours than normal allowed by the U.S. Department of Transportation. Y'all can get longer hours. Because you know overtime coming. So a lot of times them pipes uh, pipe and stuff in, then you got to get it to the individual gas station. So, you know, that's overtime. Everybody get overtime now. And, and the last governor, Bentley, from uh, Alabama, he just he went in on people uh, price gouging. Like uh, you can't charge people prices all high just because you can because it's a state of emergency. Because you know people are going to pay more. You can't just be doing that. So, you know, that's just interesting. They all had three different takes. They're calling this state of emergency. All of them economically based. I mean, but um, how would they help the people? I don't know. I know it's going to help them board of directors for any of those companies that are public. You know, the oil companies. You know, people that got a lot of shares in these trucking companies you mentioned. And I just find it interesting because just like when you had that uh, uh, water crisis in Flint, which was created, um, this country is supposed to have 30-something billion barrels of crude oil. This was like around, like two years ago at least. Okay? So... That happened. You telling me you can't tap into the reserves? It's not like we they're they're not getting oil from um, other countries as we speak right now in 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 open waters as we speak right now. And I think that that pipeline explosion and whatever, like you said, I don't think it was a coincidence because then it gives them the excuse to um, push that other pipeline. And then when they have that other one repair, the uh, oil companies, gas companies, they can keep both going. More mm-hmm. profits. But they're they making a killing right now because they allow to push the shit up to five dollars. It's all about the shackles. At the end of the day, it's all about the shackles. If it don't make shackles, then it's, hey, it don't make shackles. <laughs> Got to make shackles, man. Yeah? If it ain't making shackles, it ain't making shackles. Hold on here. So, it's definitely about that. It's definitely about that. But we see they restructuring the whole of America. That I, You know. I'm waiting for them to set us up with the ain't the, the vote don't count. I'm waiting for them to hit us with the vote don't count this year. Yeah, we, we, we ain't going to vote. Barack gets to stay in. Hillary dead. And we can't have nobody come in when the new president dead. Mm-hmm. You got to love the semantics of the crackers be using, you know, uh, oil reserve, you know. And the main the thing I look at is, okay, well, who are they saying is reserved for? <laughs> okay. I'm sure not, not for the mass public consumption, you know, reserved for government use, uh, you know, military, you know, things of that nature and so forth. 
and we get caught up in the illusion to assume that they're referring to the general public. Or the, you know what I mean? That, that's not even the case. You know, anything reserved here, they ask, who are they reserving it for? You know, so that's a good question to bring up regarding um, all this so-called reserve oil that we supposedly have. And you got to question the methods on why they don't fuck with it. And when we do, and when they start fucking with it, you, you get the omission from their whole position on having it from the beginning. You see what I'm saying? Dang. <laughs> okay. Dealing with that, I just found an article here, July of this this year. Looks like that first uh, estimate was incorrect. It says U.S. Holt has the world's largest oil reserves, right? says here, um, the U.S. holds more oil reserves than anyone else in the world, including Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Venezuela. That conclusion comes from a new independent estimate from Rystad Energy, a Norwegian consultancy. Rystad estimates that the U.S. holds 264 billion barrels of oil, more than half of which is located in a shell. I don't know what a shell is. Anybody know what that is? S-H-A-L-E? That total exceeds the 256 billion barrels found in Russia and the 212 barrels located in Saudi Arabia. I'm going to stop there because I'm going to look up Shell now. I'll put this in the Hangout. Oh, Sister Camille. Sister Camille. Damn, I thought I, I thought you could hear me, and I got the mic on mute. Sister Camille. Yes. You Bye didn't pal. say shell like S H A L E, right? Uh huh. All right. Yeah. That's rock. That's it's like it's like it's like a type of rock that. Uh, um. All right. Shell. It is a type of. Uh, what is it? Sedim- sedimentary rock. Yeah, but um, it come in layers, and that's what they be having oil in here. Let me see. Okay, that would explain what's going on with the um people they call natives. You know, says the findings are surprising and go against conventional wisdom that Saudi Arabia and Venezuela hold the world's largest oil reserves. The U.S. Energy Information Administration, for example, pegs Venezuela oil reserves at 298 billion. Look at that. They say is the U.S. I just got an article, September 19, 2016, when I put in Shell, it say is U.S. Shell nearing collapse? Food oil production in the United States has decreased by more than 10% since the record high of 2015 from 9.6 million barrels per day to less than 8.6 million barrels per day. However, the drop in shale oil production has reached almost 20%. Moreover, after increasing Permian Basin, 
production were left out of the equation, the decrease in U.S. shale output will be about 33%, and this fall will deepen as the number of new wells is still not sufficient. The collapse of the shale oil production is related to the decline curve of tight oil, but shale oil well production starts to decline much faster than that from regular wells. Um, I think this goes back to what Brother Menkara was talking about, comparing um, articles, because now I want to ask you, is that who produced that information? Was that U.S. produced information? Because the one that I'm dealing with now is European, right? So somebody's uh, pushing some propaganda. This oilprice.com. Uh, the article is by Jafira. Like sound like a foreigner. What type of foreigner? And they they source this. Let me see the U.S. sales source. So they source this from the the EA the EIA. They source this for at least for their graph. They source the EIA. Let me see what the EIA. I see a lot of confusion going on. Um, they mentioned two. They mentioned two nations that are do you know have natural oil in their uh, habitat? Venezuela and Saudi Arabia, right? Saudi Arabia obviously has a good relationship with um, England. And Russia too, King. And okay, Russia. Now, Venezuela has been is in the process now of being liquidated and destabilized. If you, let's let's turn the, the the hour hand clock back for, to a couple years ago. And we analyzed Venezuela's most defiant president. That brother was cold. Venezuela had a cold president. Every chance he got, he was talking down on America. If anybody's familiar with his, uh, you know, his talk and so forth. Then he he caught an aggressive form of cancer. He just died, right? He was talking about 9/11 was government created. They ought to kill all blacks in America. He was talking some shit. They got rid of him, gave him the accelerated form of cancer. Now, a, a country 80% rich in vegetation, rich in oil, the economic collapse. They eat, they out there eating dogs. So, once again, this, this goes to show you, even if you have the oil <laughs> and natural habitat, if you've been dependent on another group of people to maintain and control your energy, you're going to have a, a shortcoming. Now, in time, if left alone, they'll get back to doing what they need to be doing. But this was all rules. You see what I'm saying? Smokescreen. How was one of the third, we'll say the third, from what's just with Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela? Both Russia and Saudi Arabia are stabilized, right? But they have good relationships with America in the United Kingdom, right? Venezuela's position has always been fuck America and so forth. And now you see the situation is taking place regarding the economy. We were talking about this like a couple of weeks ago, uh, how they're out there eating dogs and shit, how they, you know, bankrupt and so forth. They're giving out food rations, toilet paper rations and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? This is the immediate crisis that follows when the dependency stops. The European did this in history with when they first came in contact with the Native Americans, for example, they had they brought metal. 
the Europeans, every people on the planet, the Native Americans didn't have no technology of, of, of smelting iron or any type of tin or anything. They used flint knives and so forth. So the Europeans would trade furs with them for, for, for knives and pots. And all it took was two, three, four generations to become dependent on their trade with the Europeans, and they forgot their own ways on how to cut the meat up and how to make, you know, stone axes and so forth. And they became strictly dependent on this trade. Then it came to the point they even forgot how to did the technology, period. So the European will first start off, he wanted one fur, and he would give them three, four pots. Now he wanted ten furs for one night. You see what I'm saying? Dependency. The main way you can get a person dependency if you can provide them energy and give them the illusion that it's, it, it, it's everlasting. You see what I'm saying? So we should put that in the context on how right now we're looking at the disaster of there being no oil in this area. And then you, you compare and contrast to Venezuela that has, is rich in soil, rich in vegetation, rich in oil. And it's still, de- you see what I'm saying, destabilized. And, th- and it seems to be one of a cancer that's political in nature. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, this, 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 is, this is good analysis right here, family. Mm-hmm. And I think um, with the 30-something billion um, that was reported in oil reserves is what is known from what I'm seeing from this article as proven oil. You have proven oil, and then you have oil that is estimated. And apparently a bulk of it has to do with that shell, uh, that rock that they can convert into um, oil and also, you know, um, what they call an oil sand over here. And saying Texas has like $60 um, billion worth. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a double-edged sword to, to, to that, too, because America, on one hand, you know, owns, let's, let's play terminology, owns the largest oil reserves, but then what's the other side of the coin? America consumes most oil than any other country in the, in the world, so it will make sense. Y'all have to have all the oil if y'all consume the most oil. <laughs> That's like telling you half the story without giving you the, the, the dirty side to it, right? Like, Nigga, I own all the money in the world, but I also spend all the money in the world. You see what I'm saying? Nigga, you're at a zero balance. Some things to keep in mind. I'm looking at that map of where the shell at. And, you know, they, Sister Camille on the largest. You know, you got the basins, and then you got the, the what they really, what they actually drilling for, and then you got the perspective. All of Louisiana, they looking at all of Louisiana that they might be able to drill in. You, you know, so isn't and run right up like it's like a, I don't know, just like all the way from from Texas all the way up to New York, up in the Appalachians. That's where that fracking comes in, because that, obviously that is the process in which they're using to get to that shell, and that's why you had earthquakes that was happening in Texas 
on North Texas. This was like what a year, two years ago. Them on the line it happened in place that it had never happened in recorded history, and they were also trying to do that here in New York, in the state of New York, and they stopped it. And we had an earthquake. Was that last year when I was bugging out? Listen, they just had an earthquake in Texas again. We just had <laughs> yeah, one. we just had one like a couple weeks ago out here. Yeah, yeah, see? That's right. It, it, it was, it, they started drilling. They had started drilling a few years back out here heavy. And it's been going on ever since. Well, well, you can put that map in the that, that fracking, fracking. All right. That's, that's what it was. See that fracking, what they doing there is seismic maps that they can pump sound waves into the ground. And when the sound waves bounce back, they can get visual, a visual of what's underneath the ground. So what they're doing is the fracking processes, they're, they're not just drilling, but they're drilling along natural uh, fault lines. You know, they can't access some of that bedrock that goes into those pockets, but they're natural occurring. Uh, 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 fault lines, things of that nature, and what they doing is they 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 drilling. They're kind of like accelerating seismic activity, and cheating. You see what I'm saying? Let's, let's just go along this natural current line. If we take our time and use low pressure, we can slowly, you know. And that's the whole process. But they fucking, you know, them pockets exist for a reason, and they fucking with the crust of the earth. So now you got so fucking greedy. They don't got the time to wait for the shit to come up. Natural. Right. Now, for another perspective we can look at, too, as well. If, on one hand, America consumes the largest, reserve, you know, the most oil on the, on the world, and they have all the oil in the world, then let's, let's look at the future, right? That means that they plan to use oil to facilitate the 21st, 22nd, 23rd century of their control. They're going to base their society off of that. It's not going to be one of um, solar power. Uh, you know, windmills, you see what I'm saying? Alternative forms of energy. No, they're still basing their control of the new society off crude oil. You see what I'm saying? And they, they based on they, they, um desperate acts of drilling and fracking, they know their time is limited. Because they got it down to a, a, a calcul- you know, calculated number, how many gallons of oil that they need, to, you know, match them burning the oil every day, basing that off land, basing that off power, basing that off of of, of maintaining a city and so forth. And so, you know, we probably got 40 good years to run this whole country off of just crude oil and send men into space and so forth. But the whole means of obtaining that, the energy that's going to be used is going to be crude oil. That's one thing to take from it. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other form of energy won't be able to get them paid. If you get people, if you get people thinking that you can use nature for energy, they're gonna start using nature for energy. You know what I'm saying? You can't get paid off of nature. See, you can't get paid off of the sun. Almost forgot to do is build it, tap into the solar energy, 
and get it. Because you can't turn the sun off like be like, oh man, you ain't paid your you ain't paid your light bill, so you can't use the sun today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell them that you can't pay your wind bill, so when the wind blows, you can't utilize the wind. You can't tell people that shit. You know what I'm saying? So there's no reason. So they definitely have um, a lot of uh, uh, incentive to make sure that that idea is never even mentioned out there. So you got like you said, you got to have you you got to have the people going into forever always dependent upon you. So that's one of the ways to be dependent. Your supply, how you get around. How your plastic cups is made, all that. Your little Vaseline you put on your lips. All that's mm-hmm. coming from right up off the ground. All your Tupperware bowls, all that shit, rubber made, all that coming right off the ground. Any more articles, family, outside of um, the oil situation? Any more information, any more news going on we can dissect? You know, classify, you know, put it, you know, read the article, throw it around the table and see if it's, is this actual or factual? Or is this misinformation or is this confusion? Or a little bit of both? And just, you know, take it from there. Oh, I got, I got something. I got something. I'm going to go back. Oh, yo, listen, man. I'm telling you. I don't do, I don't, yo. Yo, I don't do, uh, I don't be all into football and all that shit, man. Like, I really, you know what I'm saying? I used to, I used to be on it, but I, I've really lost a lot of, um, you know, contact with it, right? So, so I looked, though, on, um, on social media, and I like to give Colin Kaepernick, I like to give him a goddamn two thumbs up. Because he didn't, he, y'all, he stood on something. When when Cam Newton, who had already talked bad about him doing what he's doing, pretending as though he was wrong for doing what he's doing, and he tried to take his hand. After the game, you know, give him some dap. So I'm hitting him with the pound one time. And the motherfucking caper nigga looked at this nigga like he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the goddamn look is priceless. The fucking look is priceless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me see if this is one picture right here. If this is, yeah, there's one picture. There's one picture. I'm, I'm, hold up. He got the afro, rocking the afro. He just staring at the nigga the whole time. Why the nigga? You seen that? Scraffling and snuffs, you know, sniffling and scratching and lolly, <laughs> boot licking and all. <laughs> Yo, Cape got the blowout. He got the fucking blowout going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He got the fucking super blowout. 
And he's well, got the seven on his chest like a God body. He's just going all the way. Burns. <laughs> I burns and anything. You know what I love about. Well, you know how I felt about his position on it. You know, I rock with it. I even understood what people were saying about the nail, but I still, I have to come back and um, just really be proud of this young man because that's what has to be understood too. Brother Young, all right. Uh, the brother, it's unfair to judge him based upon whatever information you may have acquired at this point in time in your life. Respect to him. Respect to this um, multi-million-dollar house nigga for saying, giving the uh, cracker beats two middle fingers up in the air. And then, brother Bourne, you had discussed on the last show about the Star Spangled Banner, and and you know what? No African should stand for that shit because what they keep from us, again, that verse that you um, posted in the hangout, you know, you posted the whole thing, but, you know, that article was dealing with that um, third verse where the crackers were bragging about, you know, murdering our ancestors and shit like that and painting themselves as being freedom fighters while murdering the very people that they had kidnapped and um, enslaved and did, you know, unspeakable things too. You know what I'm saying? So for him to, you know, really put focus on that, I want to thank him for that because I would have not, I don't fuck with the song anyway, but I should have known that. And so I want to give a black power to the brother. And, you know, Cam Newton should be ashamed of himself because, you know, he sleep with a cracker beast. That's that's number one. Oh. And, and I respect his pops because, you see, you see his pops is, you know, um, lighter. Uh, or how could I say, like, light brown. Let me put it that way, right? You see the queen that he um, had Cam Newton with? Extra chocolate. Extra chocolate. So apostles are confused, but it shows you how this society and our indoctrination, even he can come from a beautiful black and mama, and he would not uh, have that on his arm at the height of his uh, success in, in the, on the plantation. So, you know what I'm saying? Some of the ones that they know going to the top, they make sure. Make sure. Listen, wait a minute. But it's easy because all the messaging around him is that the white cracker be savage bitch is the ideal of beauty. You know, as a little boy, when he's watching the little football games, the commercials, you got the Cracker Beast bitch, and this and that, and the TV shows and the cartoons. Huh? So he's fed that even though he could see his father uh, having a liking for the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, and going that way, and that's how he came about. You know, you you can understand through the indoctrination why he being raised that way and having a father as that example would do just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Look out! Look at you know who did he seen the Dallas cheerleaders? He seen all that. Your football do. That's the whole purpose for college. Some niggas go to college only to get taken out of the environment. You know, it's almost like they get set up. You know, we're going to see tonight's college and get your nice white girl. And um, this nice, this wife's nice girl, this wife, this, I can't even say it, but there ain't no such thing as a nice white girl. This wife, you know, this nice white girl, she's supposed to be educated, so she's going to she's gonna serve also as your tutor. 
Mm-hmm. You, a lot of you niggas are jocks. You see no. what I'm saying? They invite you when you first come in. They already had a white girls waiting. Nigga, on your recruitment, you he got recruited blue chip, man. So, so I'm saying he was blue chip recruitment, man. They had them white girls on deck already waiting. Don't worry, we got everything you need for this trip. And you going to Ivy schools? You know what I mean? You going to Ivy League schools? You know, back to population. The majority of the population of that university or that institution is going to be crackers. You see what I'm saying? And you, uh, you, you, you a jock that got a uh, high level of testosterone and certain needs. You're gonna have to get with the program, get your stuff money. You see what I'm saying? Because they here about a dozen waiting for all the football players. They got them already set up. These are the ones for y'all. So it's a racket. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's also, um, I would like to say, um verifying an experiment. It's it's a test too. You know, to see if the programming has taken place. Mhm. Is it effective? Mhm. And you analyze it a little further and you say, Well why did they pass that little thing that say they'll no longer take uh athletes right out of high school? Probably because you may you know, they say ninety percent of marriages the individual married their high school sweetheart, right? Mm-hmm. See, the woman you sleep next to is gonna she's she's gonna reflect your character, and she's gonna put you know her she's gonna be the 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 the, the, the pedestal to your your intelligence. A man's intelligence only heightened to the level me associates with. So she's gonna still govern you know your decisions is making choices on being a man or per se a man. You see what I'm saying? So morality. Cause and judgment cause, you know, uh, not standing up for the flag, shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Now, when your motherfucking your girl is is is, is the enemy, you you don't see no harm in what you know the policies of America. You see what I'm saying? So it makes you think a little deeper. Like why really? Because LeBron was the last nigga that they did that to. I think, or he he was like a couple years before he, they passed that where they're not taking no more high school motherfuckers. And LeBron, you know. He, his high school sweetheart is baby mama. You see what I'm saying? She's his sister. So a lot of these motherfuckers, where you have black high school sweethearts, and then they, when they, that's the purpose of setting them up for the college way on the other side of the country. You see what I'm saying? Got him away from his family. You know, we got this nigga. No one, you know, he won't be caught up in none of the politics and social systems in his, in his, you know, late environment. Now he'll be Americanized, become neo colonialist, conservative. And you know, house nigga material. You, you see what I'm saying? And the best way to do that is they control the woman you see next to. Hmm. I share. I guess that's why his rhetoric has changed or his dialogue because, you know, before, you know, Cam was saying, you know, he get treated this way because he's a black man. And then it looks like when you start yeah. pictures of this white uh, cracker beast with him, it's now, you know, it's not about race and da 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 
So I would be interested to find a timeline of, you know, just in relationship to that when that, uh, he got with that beast. Uh, he, uh, he, he switched up. He switched up. I think he was with the white bro when he was talking that. Okay. But still, he still he switched up ASAP because now you got to have a stance. And that stance going to cause conflict in the house. You can't show this cracker bitch that you really hate her country and hate hate her flag. You say you hate her flag, you hate her. You know? And they came out. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be surprised if he had that talking to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Damn, we need you to say some things. Get some shit clear about who he is. They fear losing the punk ass endorsement. You know what I mean? Something <laughs> going out again. Because I think that's gonna spread like wildfire. And you got some small traces of the shit, but a lot of these niggas, you know, a lot of that shit show you what the what the what the guidelines and fine print they contracts is. A lot of that shit is you cannot involve yourself in any social or political situations that may compromise American values. They have to promote American values. It's beyond the game. If it was just about the game, you could wear what you want to wear and say what you want to say, as long as you have your business on that motherfucking field, right? But that ain't the case. That ain't the case. You got behavior modification while you on or off the field and in front of the camera. All them niggas sound the same. How you doing, uh, 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 make a while. Evo Clay, you just ran for the football. I want to take my teammates. You know, one man don't run it. You know, them niggas all got the same regurgitated lines and shit. You feel me? I wouldn't have did it without my teammates. You know, it's a uh, better teammate. I think coach such and such. We got, we got, yo, they, 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 they double, triple, and they triple doubling up on the killers in t- on TV right now. Um, I seen one. Uh, I would say was real because I seen the blood. That was the brother who got shot uh, when his car broke down. Now we got the little young boy. What was the young boy named Tyree? Something like that. Nobody knows his name. Another tragedy. It's funny because I when I remember when I was a Muslim, I said uh, brother Muhammad, he was from Ghana, right? He used to him all the time. Oh brother, Ghana is a very beautiful place. You should go one day, but just don't go during election time, right? And I never could understand what he meant by that. Like, what do you mean by election time? What the fuck about election time? And then when you know, when you notice, you know, just you know, outside of Ghana, when it's election time, any or everywhere, shit gets real weird. I don't know if I'm the only one to notice this shit. Shit gets real weird. In regards to what these motherfucking politicians will say and do to address or to coerce public opinion. See what I'm saying? When it's election time, 
Doughboy niggas know the police stepped their game up. Why? Because we got prosecutors trying to make names off niggas. You see what I'm saying? Because whenever politics come into place or election time come into place, new policies come into place. Right now, in order, the America was created for white, single, male. Protestant, preferably, right? They just put the so-called first black president in office. Now, let's look at American politics. They would put a black man in office before they would put a white woman. And now that they have put a black man in office, this, this is the energy that Hillary's using. Then they have to put a white woman in office. You see what I'm saying? And you have the, the, the WWF coming in with Donald Trump. They're using Donald Trump to be, you know, the, the down factor so people vote for Hillary so they can push this white woman in office. And they got to do her policies. You see what I'm saying? The motherfuckers can't tell you any of her policies. They can tell you Trump's, though. You can say one thing about Trump. That cracker got policies. He's saying the shit that crackers don't want people to know about. You know, the Mexicans <laughs> got to get here. You feel me? He's he, That's why they're like, Shh, this nigga's a whistleblower. They're not supposed to know our secrets. This nigga's saying, saying how America really feel. Black people, we're going to put you niggas back in slavery. Mexicans, too. In fact, we're going to build a million-dollar wall to keep you Mexicans out and under control. We're going to make it like it used to be. You see what I'm saying? What the fuck is Hillary talking about? Misinformation and confusion. Both of them uh, decoys to a bigger picture. Black Power, family still there? We having a smoke break? Everybody having a smoke break? Nah, family. Got another got another article for we can dissect. I got anybody? Article. I'm busy reading the article, and I y'all, that's my task. Billy. I'm reading the damn article and not saying the shit out loud.
the Oklahoma cup system. So that's why I said earlier that we done had a couple more, you know, they done, they done the, the media on us hard now, and then we got some hard body media uh, events. Here we go. Come on, mobile rooters. Police had no justification. Come on. Police had no, uh, all right. Police had no justification for fatal shooting of Oklahoma's man, family lawyer. Now listen, guess who the family lawyer is? The same family lawyer, uh, the same family lawyer for Trayvon Martin, uh, Dennis Scott, uh, um, um, Amir Rice, um, Mike Brown, it's the same dude. It's the same dude right here. Um, the, the unarmed black man fatally shot by a white Tulsa, Oklahoma police officer in an incident captured on video posed no imminent threat. The boys for his family said on Tuesday, disputing the allegation a man was reaching into his vehicle. The shooting of Karen Crutcher, 40 by Tulsa officer Betty Shelby, after his sport utility vehicle broke down on Friday, was the latest in a series of fatal shootings that raised questions of racial bias. Two police videos of the Tulsa shooting have been broadcast widely and are released on Monday and so did the bank. Uh, uh-oh. Philippe Simpleton called the contents unbearable. A lawyer for Shelby has said she acted because she feared for her life, believing Crutcher was reaching into his vehicle for a weapon. Tulsa police have said he was unarmed, there was no weapon in the video, and released, and released the video showing he had his hands in clear view before he was shot. Administrative League, yada, 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 U.S. Justice Department launched a separate investigation uh, about civil rights and the use of force by officers. Um, at a news conference in front of Tulsa, the vehicle's windows were shot out and stained with blood after Crutcher was shot. He's not threatening to anyone. How can he reach into the car as the window is up and there's blood on the glass? Alright. Did anybody see that video? Oh, the helicopter video. Did anybody see this? Am I, am I on? Am I on? Anyway, I seen the uh, I seen the video, and they were fifteen feet at the least away from, probably farther than that. All right, all right. Anybody? Anybody? Damn. Nobody seen this article. Nobody heard of it. Okay. That's how it's gonna be. That's not the only article on this. But as I said, you know, we gotta be careful. You see the uh Crump 
think of Trump as the last name. You see how know some money about to get handed out. They about to hand out some chuckles. There's murder. There's always murder by the murder. The murder sweepstakes. Get killed and your family get rich. Murder by cops sweepstakes. So we got to stop engaging ourselves in the murder by cops sweepstakes. I mean, that just shit is no good for us. All right. Um, a disabled man in uh, Charlotte was, was just shot and killed. Uh, they talking about he was armed, showed that he wasn't armed, he was in his car reading the book. They rolled up on him and shot him. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I came across an article on Google. Hey, uh, no, it was Google Plus. Um, I forgot the area. By uh, basically a cop who was fired for not killing a suspect. You see what I'm saying? You know, another situation of blowback out here, man. You know, on one hand, these crackers is housing us in these penitentiaries like slaves, and they're telling you ain't no more fucking space left. You know, control is control. You know what I mean? The first, the first method was just to kill on sight. You know, hold you captive was the second thing. So, you know, now they ain't got no more space. And, you know what I mean? It's really, you know, murder on site type policies. We need to be very, very, you know, we shouldn't be surprised at this type of shit, man. You know what I mean? You know, Europeans have a capacity and they have a culture and, and, and there's something in them where they just like to kill shit. Whether it was not us, it would be some other species, animal, whatever. Death, their concept of death is not like ours. You see what I'm saying? We shouldn't be surprised. Um, niggas should be riding, you know, with the intent anytime you get pulled over. You know what I'm saying? You know, fuck the badge. That nigga has a gun. And look at that situation. Just like you would in the streets, nigga. You got caught slipping, literally. And this nigga is worse than the motherfucker, uh, you know, the motherfucker who robbing you. He, he looking for money. You see what I'm saying? This motherfucker's looking for control with orders to kill. You see what I'm saying? So we need to, you know, put a culture in place, a protocol, if you will. You know, Khalid Muhammad had a good video and he's giving them game on how to deal with these motherfuckers. You know, you, you don't tell them nothing. Brother Bourne was uh, giving game earlier regarding his situation. You know what I mean? The situation is basically, uh, <clears throat> you know, name, rank, and serial number. And that's it. That's your ID. You know, don't do their job for them. You know what I mean? In regards to uh, giving up, you know, whether you be dry snitching on yourself or just giving up, you know, involuntary information that you ain't got no reason to be giving them. You see what I'm saying? Because they fishing, you know what I mean? And they letting you know up front, everything you tell me I can use against you. So their whole position is to be against you. So their position is to control you. So we just don't need, you know, not getting some, you know, naivete situation with these motherfuckers and really, really look at it as a military strategy, you know, to deal with these motherfuckers in that guards, how we get pulled over and take a more, more hostile approach towards them because, shit, you know, everybody else out here surviving and these motherfuckers is the worst ones because they're sitting back watching, playing God, you know what I mean, trying to decide who should, uh, who they should allow to eat and who not, who, who, who can be a criminal, who can't, who can... Who can be successful at criminal activities and who can't? Who who will be, you know, 
whole life would be shattered by indicating, you know, lying about them having criminal activities for the purpose of, you know, extinguishing their life. And on the flip side, you know, individuals who are white who are allowed to be criminals, to run criminal enterprises and so forth, where they, they future generations of children can benefit from it. And it's in the whole time, niggas is dying, niggas is going to jail, but the police is watching. So they know exactly what the fuck is going on. And ain't no point in sugarcoating shit. And ain't no point in taking the position that they are friends. These motherfuckers are hired to be against you. They are there to protect the society and serve the interests of those in power of the society. That's it. Nigga, you in the way. We need to look at We need to apply history to present times. And it, it, it's not a coincidence. <clears throat> that you can have a good job or you can have a good career and you're going to the military. And you look at these people are descendants from the Romans. And you look at the Romans at the same policy and effect. Nigga, if you join my war, my, if you join my army, you could gain your freedom. Mm-hmm. Same thing. For those of us who have been conscious who never joined the military, I want to give y'all a hand clap because even though y'all was young, Y'all knew something was up with that. Like, that don't sound right. That sound like some old colonial, some old, you know, dark ages type shit, you know. You have to fight from in my army to gain uh, uh, citizenship. In this case, so-called success. And your enemies or the enemies of the government you represent, these motherfuckers is fighting for nationhood, nationality. And you fighting for a career just to get a bite to eat. And what's crazy is, in some situations, we fighting harder for that bite to eat than these motherfuckers is. This is what white generals will tell motherfuckers. Motherfuckers will fight too hard to be citizens. You know what I mean? But we need to keep that in mind. America's always been a nation of slaves, ex-slaves, immigrants, and refugees. Like five, so that's around me in the house. Everybody, uh, smoke break. <clears throat> Did you get that link that I put into the chat room, you guys? Uh, Did you Did you get that link? No. <laughs> this is B correct. Is Donaldson B correct, Donaldson? Oh, uh, what's up, Donaldson? How you doing? What's that? No, I found a cool article that I thought you guys would like to to um to uh to read. Okay, 
and uh, it's called um, Untangling. No, no, that's not it. Oh man, sorry, to, sorry to do that. Uh, I sent it to myself today from the law library, but um, it has to do with white, the white shadow, and um, let me see, redeeming whiteness in the shadow of of internment. Okay, let me let me read some of it. Because I gotta, I gotta actually open it up real quick. It says, Earl Warren, in a civil rights, civil liberties, oh, is a civil rights, civil liberties icon. During his reign as Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court from 1953 to 69, the court set standards of liberal judicial activism on race issues by which future courts would be judged. Chief Justice Warren presided over monumentous decisions that outlawed segregation in public education and public facilities, invalidated Jim Crow laws designed to prevent African Americans from exercising the vote, and found anti-miscegenation uh, laws to be unconstitutional. President Eisenhower came to regret his wayward Republican appointment, and Super Chief Warren's legacy certainly rivals those of Eisenhower and the other presidents of his era. Warren's tenure, perhaps the most significant since John Marshall's, is understood in overtly political terms as a revolution in race relations. I think overall what it's really saying there in the in the first paragraph of the introduction is that somehow the court uh, finally recognized, you know, a need to um, acknowledge um, the the result of outlawing segregation in public education. See, and because it's later, it, it, it stated that invalidated Jim Crow laws designed to prevent African Americans from exercising the vote, uh, and found anti-miscegenation laws to be unconstitutional. So this this Chief Justice Warren guy presided over a few decisions that outlawed segregation in public education. Now, in, it's it, from my understanding, some segregation would be good, if not a lot of it. And so, just from that first paragraph, I can I can conclude that the efforts of the Chief Justice Warren to uh, invalidate such such laws, right, to prevent African Americans from exercising the vote, only served the purpose, a political purpose, right, which was basically to, uh, of course, embolden the the power of the federal government over the states. Okay, so again, it's another use of the um, African Americans that were brought here against their will, right? Another use of uh, that people, okay, uh, to the benefit of someone else, okay? Just totally abusing and at someone else's expense, you know? Uh, I was able to de- de- derive that just from the first paragraph, but this article goes on and on, and I'm I'm going to put this into the chat room so you guys can can read it. Okay, I put it in there once, I'll put it in again, but it's kind of interesting. Um, thank you for that um chat room. 
there's a historical context to the whole purpose of, if you notice the, based on what you just read, the whole purpose for this uh, so-called judge making his decision was that the whole punishment for segregation was to somehow control the uh, African-Americans' right to vote. Uh, when we apply history to this subject matter, we won't find, you know, what we will find is that this was also used after the so-called freed African-Americans, where immediately after they were freed, uh, they still couldn't own property and they couldn't vote. And if you, you they, they, they put uh, uh, the, uh, liter- the literacy clauses. You had to know how to read. And if you just got free yesterday, you 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 didn't have the education to read. You know, if you own property, you could vote. So we can see that this is You're breaking up pretty bad there. You know what I'm saying? Someone else probably has the line. We're probably hearing static up there. If you can mute your line, whoever that is. who can participate in your political system and who can't. And oftentimes, the ones who do participate in this political system are people who can ultimately benefit from the political system. So if we keep analyzing history and we keep seeing that immediately after African Americans were freed, they were denied voting. And we see during segregation, they were still denied voting. And we see right now the whole uh, uh, context between, uh, uh, what is it, they just passed. If you have a felony, you can't vote, you know, now you can in some states. You see, it's all basically controlling and who can be included in this political system and who can't. And those who have no say and no real future or anything of benefit, you know, benefiting them, they're not going to be included in that system. They're going to be barred from that system. You see what I'm saying? In this case, we're talking about Africans in America who were never included into the Constitution and were never viewed upon as being free. And it was the criminals of Europe who... Uh, colonized this nation because they had nothing in Europe to go home to. They had they didn't have names in Europe, so they made names for themselves in America, and they made names off themselves by massacring Native Americans and enslaving African people. Hmm. Uh, I have an idea. 
Or what time period? So moving on, Brother Boyd, want to comment on that article that, that uh, Dondra just read? What you say? Yeah. Is my on? You can hear me, right? Yes, I, I hear you loud and clear, brother. All right, all right. No, you said uh, you just you just speaking on um, Africans being enslaved by the Japanese, I believe. No, he was he was going over an article based on the Supreme Court, I guess, overruling or uh, legitimizing an act during segregation that uh, didn't allow certain, didn't allow us to vote, but in the context of uh, equal education as well. So it's important to have a, you know, that whole subject has a history. You see what I'm saying? Term segregation, voting, Supreme Court, and then how it how it how it basically appeals to us. And I had to go. You know, my my, my position is that because we were never included into the Constitution, we were never looked upon as being equals over here. That you know, we were never included in the political system because it was never set up for us. So those that are allowed to partake, participate in it, because they can benefit from it. And those who you see who uh, you know them putting them them putting uh, barriers you know how old are you to vote and uh, you know what you, what's your background you know regarding voting that's basically criteria that has to be met to see if you fit the criteria to benefit from this political system see what I'm saying and when they come to us I don't think we're, we're getting wise to that and it goes beyond. Uh, you know, we don't want citizenship. You know what I mean? We don't want to be on equal terms with the devil. I know I don't. I fucking want to be retribution. <laughs> I'm not sitting down at no table with no Supreme Court unless we're talking about retribution. We got an unsettled. Well, how are we going to move on with the future if we got an, un, you know, we got an outstanding balance, my nigga? Right, brother? Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got an outstanding balance. Yeah. You got an outstanding balance. You got a, you know, you got an outstanding tab with the house. You know what I mean? You got to pay your tab off before you can get, you know what I mean? And see, this is something that could be settled very easily. Okay, y'all don't want to give us reparations? Okay, well, everybody that's black in America should be tax-free. That'll solve it right there, right? Yeah, I <clears throat> I guess I got cut off, you guys. Hold on, man. Who is this? Who is this? What's up? This is Donaldson again, and uh, I got cut off at that at that point. That's why you didn't hear from me again. But that link that I put in was kind of a valuable article. If you want to check that out. Donaldson, where you put your link in, Donaldson? You put it in the chat. <laughs> Yes, I did. Into a uh, feet feet on the ground chat room. Donaldson, you ain't been around a long while. That's true. But I thought I thought I'd chime in tonight and listen. Hold up, I'm asking a question real quick. Is that you be What's correct? Up? Is that your phone be correct? 
That's you? Yeah. That's what I, that's that's the name I came in under for the phone call. everything right sir and then what I do is I <clears throat> I save it in a file which is basically in a go in a cloud online it's a go it's my Google Drive and all it is is a uh, is an article that I downloaded from the uh, from the law library so I went to the law library and I used their LexisNexis or their like you know the Westlaw and I went to. I was looking for specific articles, and one one popped up that was that caught my attention. The title said, Re- Re- "Redeeming Whiteness in the Shadow of Interment." Okay, and uh, I just I thought that 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 title was striking. Redeeming whiteness in the shadow of internment. I I, I kind of didn't understand what it meant, so I got the article and and. Uh, I just read a couple of paragraphs, and I thought it was intriguing. I'd like to share it with you guys. Maybe you get something out of it. It's about sharing, you know, because I've, I've learned a lot from people by being on TalkShoe and from, uh, you know, the whole the Internet and stuff. People share quite a bit of information. So when I'm when I'm able to share, I just feel like it helps helps a lot, you know. But the, the, the gist of this per- first paragraph really was – was talking about how Justice Warren um, made decisions to outlaw segregation in public education, which were monumental decisions. Um, but who knows whether that served to do anything good for the country or anything, anything you know, obviously it served more of a socialist uh, interest than it did a private interest, because if it was up to the private interest, the segregation would have continued. It's more of a racial situation because why the need for segregation is based upon the notion of separate and equal, right? So the, so the, right. Base, of, that, mm-hmm. the base of the polit the, the base of the foundation of the politics is rooted in racism. The the uh, the title of the article redeeming whiteness. So the political context as a whole. The position of the judge, the position okay. of segregation, it's one that's rooted in racism. Isn't it rooted in slavery? That's as well, yes. That's the okay, because I, that's, that's, slavery was racism. is a dumb individual. But I think he knows damn well why he came on here and picked that title. I don't think this is as open friendly and as inviting as he tries to make. We could all look at that title, and as you went into what you went into, know what that signifies, and I'm good. Bro. So, you know, when y'all move on to the next thing, let me know. I'm good on anything I think it's basically talking about the, like, redeeming of white, you know, in, in, in the eyes of the general uh, world, because right now 
white people have a horrible view in the world. They're basically like the minority view, viewed as kind of like, okay, like having no historical like foundation, like where did you come from, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, when, when, I, when I read articles like this, I, I think to myself, well, there's a sense of hope there, but it's also a sense of tragedy at the same time. Donaldson brought us the Donaldson said, wait a minute, y'all be going too hard. Donaldson been listening in. Been around for a long time, Donaldson. Let's be honest and let's call like we said. This is this hypocrisy. Let me mute my phone here. This is hypocrisy in the article. The redeeming of white. It's a double-edged sword. On one hand, they're, they're trying to re- you're redeeming something that's punished. But then on the other hand, you you redeem, redeeming what your 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 view to the world. See, it's, it's in this hypocrisy, because the behavior still shows the same shit. So you know, like Brother Ryan Rule said, it's a good article, but it's uh, really one of of, of hypocrisy. Uh, next article. All right, he's out. He's out of there. Let's see. Supporter commits. Hold on. Oh, no, this is this changed that all. Yo, listen. Oh, man. Uh, I don't even hey, I'm going to charge you on this on trying to find some slick white to slice some white to send it to the to the fucking shit. I'll charge you on that, but you ain't getting past this one. As well. All right. Alabama, Georgia. No, that's, that's, the, that's the oil. That's the oil. That's the oil. You know what? Can I read the last paragraph of this to you? I think you guys are going to find it interesting. Okay. You can't read that, man. You busting that. No. Busting in. Thank you for coming. Please know what time it is, Donaldson. You just busting in, joining the reindeer games, and your nose too bright right now. You know, shining too bright right now, Donaldson. You just got an article in. You didn't got about five minutes worth of, worth of chopping it up and everything. You're doing good. You're doing good. So, all right. If you're interested, send that back. Uh, send that to us, though. Uh, hold on. Let me get to, let me get to my other article real quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, y'all, I want to play this thing right here, Jim Crow History Lesson. Yo, that thing is, is y'all, that's real, that's real hot. That was a good, uh, but a little suggestion. You know what I'm saying? But, um, it was a number, it was no jokers who got killed. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's go to the let's go to the New York bombing and, and um, the New York bombing out there. Bombs is, is blowing up in New York. I got articles on that. We get the New York bombing. In. Yeah, the uh, all right. This, let's see. We got the CNN. Uh, yeah, CNN article. Let me see. 
got to the seven. Uh, no, we don't want to read that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Let's go to uh, New York, New Jersey. Violent suspect charged with attempted murder of officers. The man suspected in Saturday's bombing in New York and New Jersey was captured on a, on Monday after a frantic manhunt shootout. Ahmed Khan Rahmi or Rahami or Rahami, 28, was charged with five counts of attempted murder of a law enforcement author, officer after a shootout Monday with police in Linden, New Jersey, Union County Prosecutor uh, Grace H. Park said. Also charged with second-degree unlawful possession of a weapon, second-degree possession of a weapon for unlawful purpose. Authorities said Rahami is directly linked to violence Saturday in New York City and Seaside Park, New Jersey, and is believed to be connected to pipe bombs found Sunday night in Elizabeth, New Jersey. We have every reason to believe that this was an act of terror, de Blasio, the mayor of New York said, but many questions remain, chief among them, why did he do it, and is anyone else responsible? Um, Rahami was captured after the owner of a bar in Linden found him sleeping in the doorway of his bar Monday morning. Herendi Baines, owner of Meredith Tavern, said he was watching CNN on his laptop from another business across the street. At first, he thought he saw some drunk guy resting in the vestibule. vestibule. Then he recognized Muhammad and called police. I'm just a regular citizen doing what every citizen should do. Cops are the real heroes. Law enforcement are the real heroes. Oh, Lord. I didn't even mean to bring that. No, no. You, you hear you hear the key words, uh, uh, the, the 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 bell the bell is ringing. This is definitely an act of terror, right? Huh? As they okay. said in the article, right? A definite act of terrorism, right? Terror. Now, that applies to a certain ethnic group. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's good to dissect these type of articles. Go ahead. All right. Um... When officers responded, Rahami pulled out a handgun and opened fire, striking the officer in his chest. The foot chase ensued during which Rahami shot at a police car, causing a bullet to graze another officer in the face. The chase ended when Rahami was shot multiple times and was taken to a hospital for surgery. Officers Angel Padilla, Peter Hammer, was taken to a hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries. Rahami was not initially cooperative with police who tried to interview him. Authorities believe the main guy has been caught, but the investigation continues to determine that Rahami had helped FBI assistant William, uh, director William S. Sweeney said there is no indication of an active operating cell in the New York area. Evidence suggests Rahami was not acting alone. Sources told CNN. As the investigation continues, law enforcement has stressed there's no reason to believe a bomber is on the run. Initially, a garbage explosion at the Marine Corps charity race in Seaside Park, New Jersey, seemed to be an isolated incident. Two other unexploded bombs were found nearby, and no one was wounded in the blast. Then came another blast that day night in New York's Chelsea neighborhood, injuring 29 people. As law enforcement caught on the area, investigators found a pressure cooker four blocks away. Dark color wiring was connected by silver duct tape to what appeared to be a cell phone. Ball bears and BBs were among pieces of metal that appeared to be packed inside. A federal law enforcement officer said, A handwritten note found next to it contained ramblings, including, Oh my God, nigga. 
That shit just sound crazy right there, man. Nick, these motherfuckers said that it was a handwritten letter next to this bomb. Now, this, the bomb, look, this is a pressure cooker bomb full of motherfucking BBs. That means this shit is shredding everything around it, including this piece of paper. Hmm. Right. And then oh. it's like the way, the way, like notice, notice the um language that's used to describe the events in this article. Of, 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 you know, you know, in how it was, the language was with the previous article. If you notice, the format is one of narration. Don't don't it sound like they narrating narrating this shit to the to the point the letter, the, the assailants not found definite terrorists, not alone. You know, it's almost as if they've been watching this so-called individual and let them do the shit. You, you, you know, you understand what I'm trying to say, brother boy? Notice, notice the format how you're reading it. They got the story is written as a script. The shit like a script. Exactly. Now, when you when you read a newspaper article like. One of your homies, your family members get shot in the newspaper. It's exactly what it is. They don't know nothing yet. Feel me? They just report to you the incident that happened where someone was hit. And there were shots fired at the location. Right? When they come up with this shit, you know, four hours after the event happened, and that shit come off scripted like that, man, they either created that shit or they were just watching this individual until it happened and then they came in. You see what I'm saying? Because they know too much information already not to be in a position to prevent it from happening. They let you know what they got going on because they said ain't no other, no, uh, no cells, terrorist cells in New York area. This is a lone man gunman. This is the lone, listen, anytime the lone man come up, you know it's something, something you know, listen, this should always just that. The lone wolf. They never wanted to be more than one. Uh, he wanted to be a lone wolf. But the lone wolf does it. But even in the article, they state that from the surveillance camera, they see one man put a double bag down and see two more men come, open the double bag up, and pull out what allegedly is the bomb. So where we get this from? Why are there three suspects? Why is there only one? It just sounds too obvious. Scare tactics. You know what I mean? Uh, we got to know that they got this, you know, while we live in normal lives, these sick motherfuckers are, are coming up with more ways to control us in the population and how we move. We got to understand this. And a lot of them are using military tactics, and it's a, a, a political cancer that's going back and forth in the house on how they should be running their things in regards to controlling us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, agencies in the business of gathering information to use against them. You know what I mean? This is this is what's really what's going on. And um, they will create threats within themselves to perpetuate more control. You see what I'm saying? The whole terrorist campaign, let's be real, was something of 9-11. And it's crazy because it went from Iraq to Afghanistan. And back and forth. They really ain't got a face with terrorism now. 
it's a ghost. You always got to be tasting something. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Basically, to get more funds for defense. Let's keep it in the political and money aspect for a minute. You know what I mean? That's the main purpose. Yeah, so these 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 type of uh, sporadic, random public, you know, this nigga just running this blow stuff up type of shit in America, and then how they give you the feedback on how it happened. You got to question that shit. The average American man is in debt trying to survive. These motherfuckers to drink themselves to death, hang themselves. You know what I mean? You talking about motherfuckers just coming over here for the simple purpose of just blowing some shit up? You know how hard it is for niggas to get out the country. You mean tell me these motherfuckers get lit right in? You know what I mean? Listen, man. This motherfucker had. Listen, they. Look, look, hold on, hold on. Let me get how many bombs he done set off. There's multiple bombs, right? All right. They be on us like white on rice, nigga. Nigga, if you even start buying ingredients that may look as if you're buying a bomb, you're getting investigated. You see what I'm saying? We need to analyze that. Ran into the mall, 
dressed up like a security guard and stabbed up like 10 people. And he's been in America since three months. They labeled terrorism. So he was down with ISIS. Never left the country. And so he's down with ISIS. Been in America since three months. He Somehow he linked in with the number one terrorist group. See, that's another thing they're doing, too. Like the whole shit with Boko Haram in Nigeria. They're uh-huh. trying to, you know, they're trying to tie a black face on terrorism now. Mm-hmm. A black Islamic motherfucker now. They're going they to Islamic Yeah, they're going to use this as a ruse to create a, a bridge between the two that's going to serve European interests. You see what I'm saying? And Arab interests. Both gonna benefit from it. We gotta keep our eye on the prize. They can't lose that Islamic slant on terrorism. They already tried to attach the black face to it by with the um with the Dallas shooting. Mm-hmm. That police shooting made them say, "Listen, black people be terrorists too."
See, that shit play against the people. They say that shit, so then that way, anybody suspect. Anybody suspect. Anybody, everybody might be the terrorist. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. You know, don't trust their smile. You know what I mean? That's the type of shit they run. Don't trust them. They smiling at you. They lying. Don't trust them, niggas. Don't trust them, A-Rabs. Don't trust none of them. They're smiling and they're conniving. They're going to get you. That's the energy that they, that's what the energy they want to put out. To, to, to make sure white people know. And look, don't be allowing allowing your heartstrings to get pulled and these niggas come up and kill us. Because the news ain't really, you know, the news made to push emotion. So, they know black people watching, but it's really the masses of people watching the news is white people. Uh, again. Say that again. I said, I said the masses of people who really watching the news is white people. You look at the majority who watch the news is white people. So they want to make sure that you got that concept. They want to make sure that 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 idea is put out there that you can't trust none of them, no matter how friendly they is, because they keep emphasizing both articles about something that happened terroristic, like. Both articles emphasize the friendliness of these Muslims. One dark, one black, you know what I mean? one African, one a uh, Arab black. Mhm. We want them to remember right in a minute. Even even the whole, even you write too, but even the whole dictation of the, how the news process goes. It's coming from their frame, they, they frame of mind, so it's appealing to them. It's information for them. You see what I'm saying? So they they in the shaping white mind. So if you're black behind up there watching it with a white mind, they shaping your shit too. And a lot of us look at it with that, but I'm just you know just be aware of what the hell is happening. That this this information really is not geared towards you, even though you're getting it. Your news come on BET, Hot 97, nigga. You get your news off World Star. That's how they look at us. We get our news off World Star. Uh, you know, not nowhere else. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing. For us, it seems that all news instructions Emotional based, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's meant to it's meant to strive a certain emotion. How you feel a certain way, you know, whether it be even the basic news reports, you know what I mean. There's emotional. Like, oh man, mm-hmm. it's gonna be cold tomorrow. It's gonna be hot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I know it's a it's an emotional component to the news aspect. Yeah. We see it because we call it like we see it. No bad news, you know what I mean? Because they bring out bad emotions. These are crazy. Yeah, they put that shit out there just in order for us to, to, um, to, to, you know, it's just to guard yourself 
and even the black people who get that information, they, they again, they internalize it, and now they're looking at themselves as terrorists and looking at, you know, everybody needs to look at everybody like you. Anybody might be suspect. If, they, if the friendly one's doing it, you know you got to watch the rattle. Mm-hmm. For a 24-hour watch, they're looking to put up on us. 24-hour watch, they're looking to put up on us. Huh? We want them just right now. And we don't trust them. They no more thing. They don't trust us. No doubt about that. So, you dealing with an enemy that you know don't trust you. You gotta always be looking for the misinformation. You gotta be looking for it. You gotta be hunting it out because it's coming to you. You'll be seeking this misinformation. I'm looking for it. Trying to find out. I'm looking. I'm waiting for you to tell me the misinformation. No, you're gonna give it. And that's what the majority, majority of the news that you know, the articles that we that we read, we we can you know, after uh, pulling tidbits out and pieces out that could be factual or might be pertinent to the things that we're dealing with today. The majority of them are made to confuse and compound the motherfucking people. They're not made to give you any clarity. There's a lot of words written to give you nothing. Most of the articles. Yeah, and when I say give you nothing, yeah, they have a date, they have some time, but a clear perspective of what you're reading is not there. They don't draw the article up for you to get the best part of it. They just send you a bunch of parts and hope that since they flooded you with so much shit that you can't really get a grasp of what the hell was being said during the article. You can't get a grasp of the ideology of under the article. Because you were so busy trying to decipher and decode all of it. That's my selling tape on most of the articles that we done read already tonight. Uh, you know, bubbles out there getting killed, though, man. Listen. The sweepstakes is back on. They're trying to get black people paid. They just paid off. Um, they just paid off. And let me see. Who just got $1.9 million? Um, uh, uh, man. The brother was killed in Louisiana. His family just got hit with $1.9 million. No, no, Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland. Family got hit with one point nine million. Yeah, everybody taking the payout. You know what I'm saying? So the payout's coming to everybody. Everybody taking the money and running. And saying, "Be calm." So, don't wear your shoe leather out out there for that. Don't wear your brain out and rack your brain around all oh, they killing us. They've been killing us. You just wasn't aware. Don't become a victim. You know what I'm saying? Don't 
allow yourself to become a victim by your uh, 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 arrogance. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, being aware, man, of what the fuck you've done with. Let's let's analyze that right there for a minute, right there, brother Juan. Because we see, I'm starting to see a culture that's taking place regarding the policies. Okay, the police supposed to work. Let's use the Morris. You know how the Morris do it. When the city become incorporated, that means it's open for business, right? It has to have a functioning fire. This is just how Europeans bring it in. It has to have a functioning firehouse. And the police service, right? The police are there to protect the merchants in the city that's now incorporated who pay taxes, right? Check. Check. All other people who don't own business in the city can be extorted by police officers. Because the police exist in, in American culture because of ex, ex, people extorting motherfuckers. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you watch the mob movies, they ain't selling dope. They extorting business owners. Everybody on the block, the candy shop, the grocery store, the liquor store, the cleaners, you know what I mean? They all got to pay a tax. They get a cut thing. That's, that's called extortion. Who cuts down on extortion? Who's who who's best qualified to protect you against somebody extorting your business? The police, right? Sure. So, in the infancy of of social systems in early European politics, that was the first main goal of the police officer, right? Now, let's take it a step further because we're talking about these these murders that's taking place and then how they give them money, right? The, the this is not. A, this is a civil case, but it's not an individual civil case. The individual is not being tried for the murders or being sued. The organization, which is the police service, which is a functioning operation of the city, right? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm taking this, right? The money part. I mean that the city is paying, right? Police, let's be real, my nigga. You mean to tell me police stations can pay off $10, $20 million settlement? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, the city fine. The city already the got a fine. The city is paying for that, right? The city pays for that. Now you know. The people paying for it, whoever getting taxed in the city paying for that shit. Right. So now the focus should not be on police officers. It's on your local city ordinance. You see what I'm saying? Because them motherfuckers don't have to be the ones to pay. It's show you the connection, how everybody's connected with the shit. To protect one individual that was following orders. They got to. Mm-hmm. Got to. Because to jeopardize them if they don't. So you put yourself in the midst of action if you don't.
and you put yourself in the midst of action if you don't do that. If you don't put it, if you don't put that hammer down on them, you hurt. You hurt. You look at inner cities that don't even have parks and recreation and shit like that. In the aggressive police force that accidentally kills allegedly individual, then it goes to court, and then they can pay that one individual family four million dollars. Two million dollars. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, how does that balance on the scale? It don't. You, you see what I'm saying? It ain't gonna balance. That's just some, and that's some real bullshit. That's why. Do no shit like that, man. I don't know how many people take the fucking pay off. They kill your motherfucking people, so they ain't gonna take the fucking pay off. This was this was okay to killing. That's what okay to kill him with the rest of the people, because the people can't be mad when you took the pay off. That takes the energy out of the people, knowing something was wrong. Now you can't no more complain, well, it was wrong when you took the money. If you if you thought it was that wrong, why did you want to keep going to take it to trial or whatever? You know what I mean? That's how they that's how they put it. If you really thought it was that wrong, why come you was willing to? Go ahead and concede and take this money. Must not have been that wrong. That's how they look at us. And the rest of the world look at us like that. And we look at each other like that. Like, come on, man. Why would you take the money? Now I don't got no energy. You know you know how you say, you know, you got to have a blessing so you can get at it. They won't bless us to get at it. They tell us, no, no, no. Took the dough. So y'all shut up, sit down, you're making trouble. Y'all troublemakers, and we ain't, and we ain't cool. I don't know y'all, because y'all troublemakers. Y'all troublemakers, we don't know you. And they'll keep pushing that shit. They'll keep pushing it. Troublemaker, troublemaker, troublemaker. Hmm. And then after they take the money, you like, damn, where the troublemakers can go? They got to shut up and be, and be quiet. That's the reason for the money. The money ain't to quiet the family. You have to quiet the people. So they take the energy out the family. Why would you still protest when the mothers say don't? Trayvon Martin mother is with Hillary Clinton. Michael Brown mama with Hillary Clinton. That's crazy. Yeah, they did a they did like they did some stuff with them at this matter of fact they came in at the Democratic Convention to talk about why Hillary should be the president because she sat down and talked to them and was serious with the dialogue.
does with the women. They am the fathers. Mm-hmm. But that whole little settlement shit with the city, it's like, it's still an admission of guilt in my eyes, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get that money, that's a mission of guilt. Once they pay off, it's like, how y'all don't convict? You don't pay nobody for nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what you call uh, illegal, no, legal corruption. Hmm? It's hush money. Shut the fuck up. It's just plain hush money. Plain and simple. Because they put them on that. They make them sign waivers. And be quiet. Mm-hmm. Confidentiality waivers. You know what I'm saying? Shut your mouth for the next 10 years about this shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. For 10 years. This all you from it. You know what I mean? That's all you gonna get from it. Hmm. Saying we want the money back. Yeah, that's all we offer is touch money. That's basically what they're saying too. Mhm. You might got you might got a college scholarship for one of your kids. Maybe even two of them. But regardless of what, take this money and shut your mouth. Hmm. Might get hurt. Is there somebody been that took you out? Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Brother McElroy. Very interesting perspective. But um, besides that, was you know we ain't got too much tracking. We ain't got too much tracking out there in the uh, the conscious community world is where is where it's at. Being conscious, so I don't know where it's at. We wild Africans trying to get free, and this free information for y'all from the Africans from first, second, and third on the mic. For seven years strong, man. Consistently bringing you that heat, huh? Tell them, brother boy. Consistently bringing y'all this heat. Consistently, right? It's consistent, right? It's consistent. Everybody growing. We're seeing growth in in the family members. You know what I mean? We ain't doing the same thing. Everybody doing something new, different, and doing it bigger and better every time. And, not, and when I say new, it don't mean like we all changing positions, but just renewing what we got going on and making it better, refining it. It always seems like it's something new. There's a lot of coonery going on, man, out there. You know what I mean? A whole lot of coonery. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck niggas is around. I just want to, my only my only statement about the fuck about the fuck shit 
is listen, family. Be oh, don't fuck with no Dr. George. That's it. I'm always saying it. Stay away from Dr. George. All right. That's it for me. That's it right. for me. That's it for me. I'm I'm headed out there. I'm headed out to pasture right now. So brother, brother, make around. You got something else you want to put in? Brother Claus out there. That's right, SC. 
South Carolina, yeah, Brother Carl, shout out to my nigga Brother Carl, too. Yeah, I, I left uh, the bash of information now, my bad. You know what I'm saying? He out there, SD, SD. Well, see, Brother Bahe Rue come in doing what he do, buying it from the Hawkeye's view. You know what I'm saying? Making sure everything cleaned up correctly. I got some last parting words, man. Yes, sir. I'm going to say this to the family. The great uh, Dr. Amos Wilson said, when it comes to selecting your teacher for knowledge, you know what I'm saying, make sure that you check your teacher's credentials and make sure that he has at least 25, 35 years into this class before you select this man as your teacher. Now, when I say that, you probably say, what does he mean by that? There's a lot of ignorant, dumb shit going on. And I'm not going to say that I don't subscribe to it, but it happens to blow my way every now and then. If y'all are caught up in the circus arena over who you deem to be your teacher or what WWE episode made you choose a side over something that may be real and not be real, watch who you take information from and very carefully pick and choose what you deem to feed your mind is knowledge. Really, family, really break that down and look at it. Before you go and spend another red cent at any venue, make sure that when you leave that venue, you got a, 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 a notepad full of information, and that when you left, you actually spent your money and you learned something. So when you go to your next venue, when you leave, and there's all these lectures and all these speakers there, if you ain't learned something at the end of that day, don't return and don't go back and don't invest your money in these people, even if they do look like us because they keep robbing the people and they're misleading a lot of you people and trying to misfeed you what you think is information and knowledge. We're in the information age and the information period. We have information at our fingertips all day, 365 days, 24-7, scroll the internet. Or get off off your ass and do your own research. Go to somebody's library. Go do some field work. Find out for yourself before you just want to openly take an answer from somebody else and say, this is what it is. Because we've turned our own people, and our own people have turned themselves into our enemies. And just like we make these foreigners rich, we're making our own enemies of our own selves rich. And for each one that we do that with, it sets us back to where we need to be focused on. So stay in sniper mode. Keep your view within your fucking sights and hit your target. Each target should be an accomplishment for self, family, and others in blackness, black power, beauty for ODA. Thank everybody for coming out. Look forward to doing this shit again Thursday and Saturday. Peace with family. Black power. Well, well, family, again, like Brother Brian Hey Boo said, man, you know, we thank everybody for coming out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely a, a wonderful and productive night. Oh, we on feel on the ground radio, man. We're getting in there real night with news, news, and more news. Uh, we're about to shut it down. Uh, let's see what we're going to do. We're going to give a praise now. Turn the glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Sutton. Glory to Ida B. Wells. And the Lord bless the spirit. Sister Stanley Boo, hang him up. Cracker in the trunk. House nigga too. House nigga too.